This podcast of The Matt Wyatt Show is presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Land Bank. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Are you interested in buying land, farmland, hunting land, recreational property, or even a place to build that dream home? Anything land-related in North Mississippi, go to Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land. If you'd like to catch an entire replay of the entire radio show on any day, check out the on-demand of the live stream. Every day the show is streamed live, all three hours, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Periscope. Just look for me, Radio Wyatt, on any of those platforms, and you'll find the entire show from that day, and you can stream the whole thing on demand. Check it out. Hey, everybody. What's happening with y'all? You realize that it's Monday? That it is Reaction Monday? What up? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. I don't know if JB can hear me or not. (laughs) JB, you hear me all right? Man, every time that happens, I I, I just, I get all puckered up. (laughs) Well, what did happen? Because... Everything sounds normal on my end. Like music is playing, I'm talking, yeah. I'm welcoming everybody into the, you know, reaction Monday or so, yeah. in the Farm Bureau studio. And I guess you couldn't hear a thing on your end. Huh? No, and I was uh, like I said, I get frantic when that happens. Yeah, start hitting all the buttons. Well, there's two incessantly that I just hammered on, and finally they came on. <laughs> Start hitting them with a hammer, pick up something oh, like man. you're hitting them with your shoe, bang, yeah. bang, bang. <laughs> like it was a bad bug. That's great. Well, here we go. We're off and running now. What up, Caleb? He's the first to comment on the live stream. He's watching over on Periscope, which, by the way, I don't know if y'all know this, but like officially, unofficially, Periscope is going away in March. It is kind of going to basically sort of morph into just twitter it's all going to be twitter apparently twitter's already given you the ability to share live video on your phone and then like the the periscope back end is going to twitter and all that kind of stuff yeah so i don't know that you'll notice any difference um in terms of consuming stuff it's just going to look a little different and and periscope before too long you'll never even know of a there'll be no more periscope it'll just be twitter just letting you know but hey to everybody on facebook and youtube and Everybody in the live stream, what's up, y'all, on the radio over on 105.9 The Zone. If you're listening live, you listen to the replay on WVBG Vicksburg. Hey to y'all, everybody in the Berg. Hope you're looking forward to Christmas. Uh, lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. You can text me, call me, tweet me, comment on the live stream. So we just all here together. If you could see what I see, I, I got everybody right in front of me. Caleb said, festive. Yeah, how about you like my lights? I'm wearing my, uh, these, I call them my uh, Ralphie lights. Around our house at Christmas time, Homecoming Queen, her go to, her favorite decoration is lights, but it's the, the incandescent white lights, not the bright white LED lights. Does not like those, doesn't want LEDs in here. It's the old style incandescent lights that's her go-to i 
obviously acquiesce to that. It's her thing. I like them too. They're fine. If I were doing it myself, mine would be the red and green and blue and yellow and orange lights, you know, like on Ralphie's tree. So I got some of those this year, including wearing some around my neck. Um, and I'm drinking out of the Santa. I got to put some uh, coffee from High Point Roasters in here in the Santa cup. Yeah. So we're off to a festive start on the week of Christmas. This is live. If you're just tuning in with us on the radio, uh, hit us up. Hit me up on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, 995-1059 is the number to the Divinity phone. So if you call me there, JB will let me know you're on. And we will uh, talk it up, chat it up. Your reaction to what you saw over the weekend. I want to know what you think. I don't want you just coming out of this knowing what I think. I also want to know what you think. You can text me on the country, please, and text line. Y'all on the live stream, check out my new country, please, and hat. See that? It's got the same logo, but a little leather patch on the front of the hat. I just got that. It's a little light blue mesh on the back. It's all the rave, man. Yeah. Those, those style hats with that little kind of a Levi's brand uh -huh. thing with a different little, logo in it. Little leather thing on the front. Yeah. Got, got some of those out at Live Oaks. Very similar, just missing the, the yeah. pleasing hog. Yeah, the, the hog on the front. Y'all text us on the country, please, and text line. Here's a number, 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. In fact, uh, I'll even put it on the screen. Uh, for those of you watching the live stream, there's a text line, 885-3776. Text away, file it away in your phone, put it in your contacts so you always have it and you can be a part of the show. Uh, that way. So let's get into the reaction from the weekend. Mississippi State wins, put up 51, their highest point total of the season against a Missouri team that had won five games coming in, but maybe weren't quite as good as their record looked, but, you know, a competitive team nonetheless. They were missing some pieces, but so was State. But anyway, good day offensively for Mississippi State. Alabama, Florida. I stayed up for every single play of it Saturday night. I cannot say that about very many games this year. <laughs> I hadn't been staying up watching games, <clears throat> but I definitely stayed up and watched that one because it got interesting. Early on, it did not look like it was going to be interesting, but then it got interesting as the game went on, which was good. You know, it was good to have an interesting game. We thought it was um, we thought it was going to be a... a um, you know, blowout, and at one time or another in the game, it kind of looked like it might be that way, especially early. But Florida just kept on scoring and kept on scoring. And not to give away my takes, and I'm coming to your text, not to completely give it away, but JB, I came out of the weekend thinking to myself a couple times going, you know, um, I've been convinced all year that Alabama's the favorite just to run away with the whole thing. I think maybe it's Clemson. You know, yeah. watching Clemson, what They're they playing, did. Yeah. Playing really, really well right now. Well, and I think there was a lot of, uh, there was a little bit of additional motivation, especially for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, you can say what you want to about the, the, the first game between Notre Dame. You know, they both had players missing. Of course, Lawrence definitely out, but he runs the ball. I know the guy, I can't remember his name, threw for 400 something yards against Notre Dame, but, 
But Lawrence is a way better runner than a lot of people give him credit. He a very effective runner, just big and good yeah. athlete. And yeah. uh, I think you could see that in the game on on Saturday, that that was that was that ace in the hole. Yeah. So, yeah, I I'm not pleased that Notre Dame got in it. I was hoping for Cincinnati or A and M, you know. But yeah. uh, and I think Jimbo was. Yeah. Jimbo was in rare form this past weekend. He was, and then he flipped that switch. Once he realized he wasn't in, he kind of flipped it because he's like, hey, i got to make sure my team's getting ready for this other game we're going to play. You know, sort of, yeah. you know how coaches do. Um, but I came out of it going, okay, Clemson has a much better defense than Florida. Mm-hmm. And how in the world is Alabama supposed to stop Clemson? They're not stopping Clemson. <laughs> right? So it's almost like you go, if Alabama is going to win in a shootout against Florida, that game looked to me like if they were to play that game 10 times, Alabama would win it in a shootout 10 times by about one touchdown, 50-something to 40-something. That's how that game looked to me. And I go, well, Clemson's defense is going to get some stops, maybe. <laughs> so maybe Clemson wins in a shootout. I don't know. I, it just kind of threw a, a wrench in my thinking coming out of well, the weekend. Yeah, it, it was like I was talking with one of the guys at, at the course this morning. We were talking about this whole thing, and I told him, you know, your tweet yesterday about Cincinnati and, and A&M, and, you know, his first comment was, well, we don't want to see Alabama and A&M. We've already seen that one. Yeah. So, I mean, where where would – I just don't see A&M to have been a third seed yeah. to play Clemson, and I don't think – I think Cincinnati was probably a fourth seed. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I know, my man. thing is, my I get it, what he said. Okay, people are going, well, we don't want to see a rematch of Bama A&M. I understand that. From purely a we can pick and choose and make this thing what we want to make it deal, you'd go, yeah, we'd rather see Alabama beat somebody else. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but every other sports league in the entire world, all of them, all of them, Every other sports league in this entire country, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college basketball, college baseball, every college sport, high school football, every one of them, guess what? Sometimes you have rematches in the postseason. Why? Because that's what they earned in the regular season. Great point. Great point. And this is the only one where we manipulate it into what we want, and that is we avoid postseason matchups. Who cares if A&M earned the right to be there? We just don't want to see them again. So guess what? We get what we want. They don't get what they earned. We get what we want. That's the way this thing works out. It is what it is. Not to mention the money. Oh, yeah. Money's a big part of it. I'm going to come to some of the comments on the live stream. They are coming in fast and furious. Same thing on the text line. So let's see what we get here, okay? First up. On the country, please, and text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Grumpy says, Matt, doing a little traveling today for high school basketball. Well, Grumpy, be careful, all right, on those roads. He says, how about those MSU football Bulldogs? It was great to see just the right amount of run game in the mix. Defense stepped up without Errol Thompson. Special teams, wow. Uh, Grumpy felt he's talking about himself in third person here, JB. He says, Grumpy felt so good he had one of JB's Coke floats. <laughs> uh, he says, Oh, yeah. What was the old Miss score? Dang. 
I know. You talk about there were high scoring game shootouts all over the place this weekend. Uh, LSU wins 53 to 48 over Ole Miss in the rain in Baton Rouge, just sloppy stuff. State wins 51 32 over Missouri uh, in Starkville. And of course, that SEC title game. What did the what was the final again in it? I don't know off the top of my head. Was it fifty something? Right, uh, fifty six, fifty two. Is that right? Is that so? They were both in the fifties. Like I said, I stayed up and watched it, but then apparently I can't remember the final score here. Yeah, fifty two, forty six. Sorry, yeah. that's all right. Fifty two, forty six. It's the shootouts. Those are fun games to watch. Uh, Louvier. Right out of the shoot, shooting us a text says, I think Patrick Mahomes is sore today, and the Chiefs are going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Go Saints. Let me tell you something, Louvier. That was a physical, knockdown, dragout game. The Saints played so hard. The Saints' pass rush is relentless. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has not been flushed and hit and pressured that much all year long. You could take several of their games and combine them. Two, three games at a time, combine them. And he didn't see as much pressure in those as he saw yesterday in four quarters against New Orleans. New Orleans is the is a real team, y'all. And it's just, you look at that ball game yesterday and go, well... What could have, should have, would have, maybe, possibly, you know, what could have been sort of thing. And after the game, Drew Brees is talking about he's not even totally healthy, which you could see that. You can understand that. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm getting back, but I ain't there yet. Well, I get it. <laughs> you could tell that in the first few series that he just didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't gelling with everybody. No, I, I enjoyed that game. Uh, as much as any NFL game I've watched this year. And there there have been a few good ones. And I like to say, okay, it hadn't been a normal uh, viewing experience year for me, as same as a lot of people, but a 32-29 ball game. One team goes to 13 and one, the other one falls to 10 and four. I'm sitting there watching it yesterday. I know there's some other teams out there that are good. You know, you look at Pittsburgh, you look at Green Bay, but there's a real good chance that you watch the two best teams in the NFL play yesterday. Now, don't blink on that. You give me a healthy Drew Brees, I'm not so sure that that ain't out of the realm of possibility that we watched the two best teams in the NFL go at it yesterday. That was two good teams now, and they got after each other's rear end. All right, Kenny says on the Country Pleasing text line, please give Brandon Walker a shout-out just like the SEC Network did. I'll tell you this much. Brandon Walker, anytime the Bulldogs win, he is strutting around New York City like a little banny rooster, like a big, tall, goofy banny rooster. <laughs> he goes walking in there like, uh, what's the the MMA fighter that just recently retired that was constantly getting arrested? The Conor kid. McGregor. He goes walking in there like Conor McGregor on Mondays <laughs> over at Barstool after uh, Mississippi State wins a game. The only thing that would make it better is if we had video of Brandon Walker walking in like that. Patrick says, wait for it. No, 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 no. There's two parts. I'm in backup. Patrick says, so I heard 9-2 and two Army cannot go to a bowl game because theirs got canceled. I say state cancels or plays against Tulsa in mid-January. They play Army in the 
wait for it, Country Pleasing Cowbell Bowl in Starkville. We can host postseason games now since the flag changed. How cool would that be? Listen, it would be cool. It would be so outside of the box. I think it would be awesome because you've got a head football coach in Mike Leach who's been lobbying to play as many games as he possibly can all year long. That's what he wants. Let's play him in the spring, he says. Fine. Let's. Hey, go play the bowl game on the 31st. Let the guys go home, come back, play a spring game. Bring Army in there. I agree with you. It is ridiculous that they are not playing in a bowl game because of you know, and a three-win state team's going, a four-win Ole Miss team going, all because of tie-ins with bowl games from their conference, you know, from the SEC tie-in stuff. Eric says, we, uh, meaning Mississippi State, were much improved. It was a pleasing end to the regular season with a win. Atta boy, Eric, a pleasing end to the season for Hale State. And now you need to keep up that momentum by winning a bowl game. Nick, thanks for your text. He says, wonder what the rankings would be in the old BCS format. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. He says, anything would be better than Clemson-Bama Part 5, but you know, you're just going to continue to get to get that. As long as uh, recruiting is what it is, brand name teams and their boosters can do whatever they want to do without really any check. Uh, they got their cake and eat it too. You're just not catching them anytime soon. Nobody is. You know, There's your separation. I encourage you to watch a video that I posted. I'm going to show you the video during uh, one of our commercial breaks here today. Um, so you'll stay tuned to the live stream because I want you to see it. And it's a, a thought on this chasm we have in college football. And everybody throwing a fit, Herb Street and Feinbaum, and everybody talking about changes and add teams to the playoff. None of that's going to fix anything. All of that is just a waste of everybody's time to even talk about. It doesn't fix anything. Uh, we can get into that, too, today if you want to. Gator Nation <laughs> says, Matt, we stayed at seven. So I have to think if we had won, we would have been in the playoffs. And can I play Falcons every week? Can I play the Falcons every week? <laughs> TB12, go, hey, yeah. <laughs> he can, they can play the Falcons every week if my guys do so well. Because I had the quarterback, Matt Ryan. I had Calvin Ridley. And I also had Russell Cage. Man, you did we okay. Rolled. <laughs> you did okay. Yeah, but I tell you this: when when TB twelve threw that uh, that pass there at the end of the uh, fourth quarter with about two minutes and thirteen seconds left, he looked like the Tom Brady of old. Yeah, I mean, hit the dude just Antonio just right in the hands, stride for stride. It was amazing. Um, I was up really early today, and like four in the morning, I tweeted, "All right, Antonio Brown." And Des Bryant catch a touchdown pass on the same day that the Jets beat the Rams. This is 2012. I mean, out of nowhere, it's like a flashback. Caleb says on the uh, text line, I can't express how much I laughed after Neil's call of the Wally touchdown. Had to repost it on Twitter to share with the world. Yeah, Neil said... Um, and Will Rogers goes to Wally World. <laughs> they went to Wally World on the touchdown. And and my favorite was the Paul Blackwell uh, touchdown, the guy who's the deep snapper. I don't know if a deep snapper has ever before scored a touchdown at Mississippi State, but he scored one on Saturday against Missouri. I know that much. End over end kick. Good coverage for the Bulldogs. Musser lost the ball. Loose down near the one. Now into the end zone. Mississippi State's come up with it. 
We'll have to wait to see where the ball was touched. You can't advance them off. They say it went into the end zone. Touchdown, Mississippi State. Paul Blackwell, the long snapper, gets downfield to make the play in the end zone. And, man, that play kind of turned the game for State. It tied it up 7-7, and then it was just like downhill from there. And before that, it had gone all Missouri's way. Thompson got thrown out of the game. Penalties gave him a new first down. They miss a holding that was really obvious. The poor kid, uh, Sherman Timms, defensive end for State, wears number 34, nearly had his jersey pulled off right in front of the white hat, uh, and they didn't throw it. Didn't throw the flag. All right, look here. Tide Man on the country pleasing text line. It is 995-1059. What's up, Tide Man? Thanks for calling. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Roll Tide, happy to win another SEC championship. But uh, I don't know if you remember me calling you last week and telling you that I was not <laughs> would not be surprised if this game was going to be a lot closer than people had predicted. Mm-hmm. I just, um, you know, I just I, I felt like Florida had nothing to lose and they had their best player back and. Everybody just kind of, as Nick Saban would call it, all the rat poison, you know, out there. But um, that was that was nerve wracking, and I'm glad we we pulled it out. And one thing that I'm going to vent about, and this is not taking aim at anybody, it's just one of one of the things that happens in life. But injuries are part of football, and there's no one to blame for it. But I tell you what, as a Bama fan, I just get so deeply disheartened. When so many, it seems like every year at the worst possible time, we have a key injury to a key player. And, and, and Matt is a quarterback. You know even more than I do how important the center is to the whole offensive line and the, and the whole offense. And Landon Dickerson may be the best center that we've had under Nick Saban. And we've had some good ones, Ryan Kelly, Barry Jones, but Landon Dickerson may be the best of the bunch. And him being out, I just uh, I think that's a huge, huge, huge blow. Um, I so I I'm not going to say it's going to cost us a national championship. I still have hope, but I tell you what, it's uh, that's a guy you don't you just don't replace. And I'm not expecting anybody to feel sorry for Bama. That's not the point. Next man up. You recruit all these guys. You should have depth. But uh, I just think Landon Dixon is just that special. It's not like if we lost him midway through the season. And we have this other guys had opportunity to get better as the year progresses. You, you got you got the other guy in. Um, I think it's gonna be Chris Owens, five, fifth year senior. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that one. But uh, you know, I just uh, I just don't know how well we can prepare him to replace Landon Dickerson. I just hate it, man. It's like yeah. a punch in the gut. Yeah, but, but anyway, um, that that is what it is. But I'm happy for the for us to pull that. National, I mean, the SEC Championship out. Congrats to Florida, man. They gave us all we wanted, man. Hey, Tide, man, so I really do appreciate your call. Music's about to cut you off. Thanks so much.